0: hello and welcome to finding your north star the hgkc podcast series where we talk to business people about their experiences and challenges of building successful businesses this last year has seen some remarkable innovations in the event industry leading the most agile firms to embrace the benefits of digital disruption and introduce some really exciting new formats to create memorable and very impactful experiences for their clients. I'm Kim Jones, and I am delighted to welcome today, Vicki Gardner and Debbie Bell. They are the extraordinary team behind the global corporate event company, Zia Beer. Welcome both. Thank you, Kim. I'm going to tell you a little bit about this dynamic duo. Debbie and Vicki have worked together for a really long time in the event industry. They have honed their skills working in large corporate events and also in the hotel sector. They've worked at the front line through to leading strategic planning events for large corporate clients. And they have acquired the perfect blend of experience and knowledge. They really know how to meet the exacting needs of their busy corporate clients, providing engaging, meaningful experiences for everyone. Whether you're a guest, a member of staff, a delegate whoever gets to come along to the event. They founded their business in 2012 to bring together their unique blend of design planning event skills, and they are fueled by their passion for creating very memorable moments for their clients. Zia Beer lives its values. Crazily, it spells events, (laughs) as you'd expect. It's expressive, energetic, they're for everyone, Never stop being hungry. Curious and supportive. Take a look at their website for a deeper dive. So welcome to our podcast today, Debbie and Vicky. Oh, lovely. Thank you, Kim. I'm pleased to be here. <laughs> well, it would be very useful for our listeners if you could set the scene a bit for the event industry and tell us a bit about Zia Beer and where you fit in. What do you do? What do we do? So, good question. We are based in Bristol and Swindon,
1: and as you said, we founded in 2012. I'm hard to believe it's been so long now, but we're classified as a small event management consultancy, and we work alongside our clients to deliver conferences, leadership training, awards, dinners, incentives, anything that's based Classified as an event within the corporate sector. Um, so, we offer a variety of services from full project management through to delegate management, team building, and on site event management support as well for our clients. But things really changed in 2020s for all of us throughout the entire events industry, not just Zia Bia. And what we did was um, we took a bit of a breath in March, April last year when things started to change with the pandemic and we decided after a period of research and reflection to offer virtual event management solutions so that's what we started to do and we delivered those from June 2020 so alongside our live events when they come back and return we've also got the virtual offering. Through this last year though our service hasn't changed the same fundamentally us and our team are exactly the same with what we offer it's just a case of what we do is slightly different. So
0: tell us a little bit about what is a a typical client then and what is it that you do for them to support them through the planning of their events?
2: So we work with a range of clients, actually, and those clients are a, a mixture of corporates and charities, and we work them in, with them in different ways. Like Vic said, we're very flexible in our approach and we really take time to get to know our clients and invest time in becoming an extension of their team. So we really get to know how they like to work, what format they like information in. So some of the clients that we've worked with, for instance, our last face-to-face event that we delivered was for a client of ours called Elevon Financial Services and it was in Warsaw In February 2020 residential kickoff for 400 people so we got involved known them and worked with them for seven years at that point and they've delivered quite a few of their kickoffs each year and we got involved in doing a venue find so we knew that it needed to be it was a second pan-European conference they were gonna be involved in and so we needed to find a venue in Warsaw so that was a brief we found a venue that we could get as exclusive use. So that was a real important thing for them. It's looking at understanding what the client wants to achieve. From, from their events really. And a big part of that was we want somewhere where we can all be together. We've got loads of space. And that was part of the understanding of it. We also work with another example of a client that we work with is BMC Software. We've worked with them and their annual event obviously didn't take place in 2020, but previously to that we delivered seven of their events. So really uh, it's a big customer event. So we were lead agent where we got involved and we were managed all of the delegate management alongside the client but then we did the venue find we had a team of 12 on site so it had really grown and the number of attendees were around 700 750 we also as part of that worked with the production company and we were in contact with all of the partners who we had an exhibition area where some of the clients partners came and exhibited so lots of different things happening with that and the last event we did for them we'd got Tim peak as a speaker for instance so although it was a one-day event that actually we ended up being on site for four days and a lot of planning goes into it and actually it was quite space intensive for those attendees when you think 700 750 people so we'd start planning that generally like 18 months out so yeah that gives you an idea in addition to that we work with the charity mind and have done we've worked with them both in a face-to-face environment and again I suppose there's a bit of a message here where we've got really long existing relationships with clients. We've worked, we've worked with them since like 2016 and have worked with them both in the face-to-face environment. But one of their events last year should have been at the Houses of Parliament. And in June, obviously, wasn't able to take place. It was a time restrictive Event. So they asked us, how can we take this event online and what can we do and how can we deliver it? Can we do it online? We said, yes, of course you can do it online. You can do anything. You just need to think creatively and outside the box a little bit. And so we worked with them to deliver their event virtually and actually one of the big things from that was what should have been an event for 100 people face-to-face increased to an audience of 200, 250 people in a virtual environment. So yeah, real, a real change in the number that could actually attend, which is quite a big thing we found in the virtual environment this
0: last year. Well, and it's then a good example, isn't it, of some of the uh, creativity and problem solving that you've been really extra challenged with over the last 18 months for your your clients.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And actually we, we've also over the last 10, 11 months been working with new clients as well. So we've been delivering events for clients in the virtual environment where they might've got their own events teams, but they weren't sure how to take an event into a virtual environment so we've been working with the law firm in bristol vwv they've got their own events team and then we were asked to work with them to deliver an event where we had a conference that they normally deliver face to face and we took it virtually and had a really great interactive session on the day of the event with we had a band come in and they wrote a song with everybody adding in lyrics throughout the day so we'll <laughs> see and um, implications to it it was great and actually they're already talking we've just done an, an internal event for them a couple of weeks ago but they're already talking about repeating the event later on this year in a virtual environment so
0: yes yeah, some exciting stuff we've been doing and that's a really good example of this kind sort of reimagining what the events are going to look like and as you say, they're they're a client that you started with only in a digital environment so there's no preconceptions of what your business looked like or your service before that's, that's not behind your story is it so it would be great Vicky if you could tell us a little bit about why you founded Zia Beer and you know yeah, of no, of this business absolutely. So I think whatever well, nice
1: and I started, we, we in 2008. So we were working at an agency in Swindon together then. And I think we found instantly that we had a mutual love of events. We absolutely loved delivering for our clients. We liked doing. We were working with some really big clients like BP and Castrol and Diageo at the time. So we were travelling a lot globally, delivering those as well. But really, I think we're problem solvers and. I personally love a spreadsheet and I think Deb's the creative one. But um, together we make a dynamic team and we, we were going off for weeks on end. I think we spent three weeks in Munich together delivering two different conferences at one point And we just built up a really good friendship and relationship. But also the way we work is we do, we always look towards having the same goals, but we get them in a slightly different ways. So I think we complement each other really well. So after i have been at that agency for seven years, I think the time was now or never, if you were ever going to start your own business. And I think what we thought was there was a bit of a gap in the market for a really bespoke um, boutique agency, which were very client centered. So everything we do is about our customer service and everything we do is about relationships we build with clients. A bit like Debbie said, a lot of them that we've got BMC software have been with us since 2013. So, that was one year after we stopped, and I literally just sent a proposal out today to them about an hour before this call. And we've got another one to send later on for some um, virtual client events. So, it's amazing the longevity of those relationships. But I think that's what we really wanted to work on and build. That's what was really over that love. And when we set up the business, we just wanted to really make an impact, I think, for our clients. So, it's not just about delivering events for them. We've worked with certain people, we will not name names, we've worked with certain people with some of our clients that when they've come to us and they've had an inquiry, maybe that person that's been our key contact has been a bit greener in the event side and not known what to do. But because we've worked with that client before, they almost know that we're going to mentor them and train them throughout that development. And it was really lovely with one lady that came along to us at one point, didn't have as much experience, but we mentored. And since then, we've seen her career progression throughout that company, which she's just been promoted off the back of all the success she's had with the events and things like that. So you really do make a difference and an impact on the team's life that you're involved with, because we really do become an extension of our client's team. And I think that's what that's what's really special. I mean,
0: it's a deep pool of expertise that they're drawing on because they can't cover all of the angles. In particularly in the sort of size corporate clients you're working with, they don't have a massive team and a specialist events team. So you you have to become that for them. And that longevity makes you almost feel like you're the internal team. You're an extension of them. Yeah and I think so throughout the years with some of the older clients is we've seen
1: our clients contacts come and go but what we've done is we've been the constant right delivering some of those events whether it's an annual sales kickoff whether it's a marketing event but we're almost the link man to help train the new people when they come in they have a handover and then they come to us and I think a lot of it really is about people. So we wanted to set up for those reasons. But even within our team as well, we know that our USP is our team because we offer a service. We're in a service-based business. So we're only ever as good as the last event we delivered. But Charlotte came to us nearly three years ago now as an apprentice. And again, it's offering offering a career and a way of life to somebody that's as passionate as we are about events. And when she came to join us to when she is now, you see her
0: flourish and Honestly, in this digital world, she has done amazingly well. Oh, that's brilliant to hear, and I think that brings us you know to my next talk a little bit more about how your clients have reacted to the change around events, around remote and hybrid, and all these words we keep hearing around the event industry. As you've responded to the changing circumstances,
2: yeah, I mean, obviously, it's been such an interesting space. Over the last sort of almost 18 months, but actually, it's going to be going forwards as well because you're right, there's so many different buzzwords that we've all been hearing, and we've as we've said, been delivering events in a virtual online environment for quite some time. And I think in all honesty, although we're talking about hybrid events and that's ever so much the look of the future, because what we've realized is that we can do a lot more virtually now than we ever could before. And that's what's really exciting. And the idea is that we'll be able to obviously get back to face-to-face events at some point in the future. There's still a lot of uncertainty and who knows when that's going to to be or when anybody's going to be comfortable doing that because of course that's another big thing is even if companies are looking to put on events you do need to think about people's well-being and and mental health and not everybody's in in the same environment that they're comfortable with going to a face-to-face meeting so a big part of the future of events is really going to be hybrid events and in all honesty hybrid events have been around for quite some time some of the events we've delivered pre-COVID or hybrid events I think where we've got live stream of a conference taking place I think the difference will be going forward is as we've learned in the virtual environment through necessity that you have to have a lot more thought and consideration to what that event looks like. How do you bring both audiences together? What's the connection? One audience is not more important than another. you can have events where you've got an audience in a room, but then you're going to have an audience in a virtual environment. And how do you bring them together? How do you get your speakers together? We now can look at events where speakers can be in different locations. You don't have to have all your speakers in the same room anymore. I think we're just going to be a lot more accepting of it. And is that not much more sustainable in the future. Why bring a speaker from the US or something like that, where you might have to pay for travel, their time, they fly a long way, and then all of a sudden, it's completely acceptable to have a virtual speaker, even if it's at a face-to-face event or run a panel where you've got speakers in the room and speakers joining virtually. Paula, who's on our team, ran an event not long ago where they've got speakers in two different places. We'd got a studio where they had some of the speakers and the host of an event, and then they brought speakers in on a, on a panel session virtually, and it worked brilliantly. And that's a form of a hybrid event. So a hybrid event, as long as it's got two audiences in two different places, can be a multitude of things. There's no quantity attributed to either of those things. Does that make sense? Any
0: bits of tech that you really enjoyed using or... So better than others
2: we've been fortunate to work with quite a few different platforms so we're not better to one but which is great because some companies out there just go right this is the platform to use and we are a great believer that a platform's ever so similar to a venue you find it's not one fits all it's you've got yeah. to look what you want to achieve from the event but there's some really great tools out there to make events interactive and engaging and from a technology point of view and and in all honesty they don't have to be the most expensive out there either there's great platforms ranging from zoom which you can achieve quite a lot on a zoom call all the way up to stuff with vr or ai lots of different things and anything in between or budgets respective and i guess that's the thing going forward from a hybrid point of view is essentially run into events and you've got to plan for two events so there's two lots of delegate communications and you've got an audience virtually and you've got an audience face to face and it is going to be a big focus on budgets going forward and making sure that you
0: are looking at both of those events to bring together that brings me great into my next question for Vicky then so you know what did you learn from this sort of experience you know, about your own business and running events and lots of your clients? So
1: much. I think throughout the whole years, since we've been in business, like nearly nine years now, it's we. this last year we've probably learned more than what we've ever done before because it's tested us more because I think the essence of the business we set up all that time ago, we've had to learn how to keep developing it and growing it throughout the period. But in the last 12 months, what we knew st- ceased to exist really. So we just had to come up with Um, a new way of working, whether it's remotely with the team, researching all the new different platforms. I think that was it. By April last year, there was an excess of 90 platforms on the market already. So we had to make a decision whether we were gonna have our own platform or whether we were gonna work with others and then bespoke our service as we do normally for live events as well so it was it was quite a big learning curve but i think what we knew is that we're strong we've got tenacity we're determined we're more creative than what i think we ever really knew to be honest and we've got a real passion to help people i think last may June we were just spending hours on calls with clients just talking through what Options they could have really, if they wanted to try and achieve something, it's like, okay, well, how could we help you do that, or what could you do? Whether it was something we had to be involved with, or whether it was something they could do on their own. But yeah, we love we love to problem solve, and I think that's probably what came through. And we we never give up. And now we've got a fully working virtual offering really for clients, which we're really proud of, and the team are all trained in it. And we're delivering three events this week of a roadshow, and we've got another event tomorrow for a client which is a zero trust summit so i just think if things are coming up with new ideas what we've learned yes. and if you've got anything to add you probably do <laughs> i think i think all of
2: that and more to be honest it's i really love what you said about how we were happy to have conversations with people and genuinely it's true. We did spend a lot of time talking to different people, and some became clients, and some didn't. But it was about helping people in that situation. How how could people deliver events in the virtual environment? And like we said, it, it's coming up with ways about having cost-effective solutions, or people needed consultancy support but they could they couldn't afford to have somebody take full project management on but we were able to help them but just showing them what was possible we've in the last year we've done things that who knew anybody was going to be able to do it we've done cocktail making sessions we've done award ceremonies with a chef doing a cook along. we've done we joined in in a virtual escape room. We've had a mind reader magician. We'd we'd attended quite a few events as well as deliver events and you learn to know what does work and what doesn't work. We've run mindfulness sessions and actually we've stepped outside of our comfort zone so many times, but we were determined that we we could show people what was possible in a virtual environment because there's no point thinking oh what a negative situation how are we going to get through this it's right well this is how we're going to get through it we can help deliver virtual events we can show people what our spin on doing in a virtual event is and people come to us and say right this is quite like what we'd like to achieve and how are we going to go ahead and do it and and that's an exciting environment to be in for us going forward with hybrid events
0: that's a brilliant summary thanks very much i mean you've been very busy distilling this down for people as well and you've provided an excellent guide for people organizing events from the client side and, and from your your side as well and i know you've put this wonderful guide up on your website so if other people would like to get a little bit more of insight of how to run hybrid events it can be found on zia beer's website which is ziabeer.co.uk and you'll find it tips for running fantastic hybrid events. So have a good read and then get in touch with the wonderful team at Zia Beer. Thanks for taking us through that. I think what I really take away is my insights from this is that planning is really important. It's a really important skill and you've got to invest the time to really think about what's the purpose of this event? Why am I really doing it? What do the impact, what the outcomes look like? And be mindful that I'm organising two events if it's a hybrid And they might need two lots of things going on. And therefore, my budget has to stretch to that if I'm corporate. But one of the key things is creativity and not to be afraid of trying something out. And if they've got a wacky idea, just to share it with you because you're the people that could help make it a reality, whether it is mind reading or mindfulness sessions or, well, making cocktails or chocolate tastings or all kinds of weird and wonderful things firms want to do, as well as. Sort of more corporate formal events where there's lots of comms and sharing going on. So, thank you very much, Vicky and Debbie, for sharing the exciting place that Zia Beer is now. And I know that you are definitely reimagining events of the future, and I can't wait to be at one. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome.